Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Bucks game is over. And now... It's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. The most important thing, we trust one another. What happened, we trust one another, and uh, that's why we came up with uh, the win. The head coach. And that's when we're at our best. You know, Giannis is great about attacking, and then when teams like teammates are open, he shares it, and they make shots. And the fans. It feels good to get the monkey off the back, honestly. We've been waiting so many years for this to actually finally happen. And honestly, I, I can't remember a more likable Bucks team than what we have right here. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screamin' Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Now, here's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Hey, Easter Conference Finals! It's been a long, long, long time. Been a long time. A long time. I forgot what it feels like to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. I really do. I, I, I mean, I remember doing radio back then in the Eastern Conference Finals. I was doing post-game shows during that playoff run on WISN Radio back in the day. Going to the Eastern Conference Finals this time, and this time we're here at the fan, and it is amazing. The game's not over, but who cares? 109.86, Bucks over the Celtics. How does it feel, Bucks fans, to know that you are one series away from saying that your basketball team, your pro basketball team, is going to the NBA Finals? You are one series away from saying the Milwaukee Bucks are going to the NBA Finals. That's it. Just one series away. All right, 58 seconds left or so. Uh, Bucks are up 111 to 86. To the phones we go, 414-799-1250. Uh, where to first, Mayor Mitch? Big Marco's up first on the fan. What's up, Big Marco? Yes, baby. Yes. Yes. Man, all I know is this, man, is that it's been a long time. The last time, dude, that I felt this good, I was 17 years old working as an usher at the Bradley Center. I saw the Charlotte series. I saw I was working that night. I had to off for the second uh, playoff game series. But, you know, this is awesome. This is the culmination, dude, of 35 years of, you know, watching bad basketball or mediocre basketball. I mean, I can't say for the 80s or anything like that because I was a little kid then. You, right. know, you can't really get hyped about that. Yep. But, you know, what I want to see, Sparky, is I want to see the 76ers do the Toronto Raptors so that we can get redemption for 2001. And the whole Tim Donahue, you know, the Bucks jobbing it dude, in the second half. Glenn Robinson had the purest jump shot, mid-range jump shot, and he's going to miss like that. Yep. The Scotty Williams affair. Man, dude, no, I want to see the Sixers. Forget, I don't want to go to Canada. Canada sucks. Well, Canada, dude, I is mean, a bunch of whiny wussies. And, and I want to keep it nice. here in America. Be nice. Be nice. Big Marco, no, screw, where, screw Toronto. Big Marco, where are you living nowadays, buddy? Dude, I live in Huntsville, baby. Rocket Hunts- City. Still in Huntsville, home Alabama. Of, home, of the, home of the new minor league trash pandas. I like it. 
Trash Pandas. Oh, buddy. Yep, it's a great name. It's an awesome name I, I'm for sure, baseball. I can't even imagine. Do they have a mascot? Man, they, man it's uh, Rocky the Rocket, uh, Raccoon. Rocky the Rocket, Raccoon. Ra- Rocket Raccoon. It's a raccoon, and they're called the Trash Pandas? Oh, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Does that make any sense? Hey, I'll, I'll send you a hat. Yeah, yes, please do. I'll wear it. I promise. Man, I'm telling you, it's, it, you'll be unique, dude. Nobody has Yes, one. that's awesome. Do it. Hey, have a good night, buddy. We'll talk to you next round. Thanks for calling good in. Luck, Big, Big Marco's been with us forever, ever since we started the show. Big Marco's calling in. Kyrie just uh, patted Giannis on the chest, said, I'll see you next year when I'm in New York. Yes, it sounds good, dude. I'm going to the finals. Enjoy your trip to Cabo. Uh, For the oh, first time since 2001. Going to the Eastern Conference Finals, baby. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah, pretty cool, no doubt. And, and this basketball team now is one series away from the NBA Finals. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Steve Sparky, Fiverr, Mayor Mitch. Evan, other side of the glass, chairman of the DJ Wilson Fan Club, who got hurt yesterday and wasn't even able to play today, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I did playing. say, hey, where's DJ? No, and then I was like, oh, yeah, he got hurt. He got hurt yesterday. It, it's okay, though. It's okay. Got another round. Next round might be his round where he really breaks out onto the scene. Maybe they'll sit Miritich and Ilyasova in favor of DJ Wilson next round. Maybe. Probably not. Okay, back to the phones we go. Marshall Whitefish Bay, you're up next on the fan. What's up, Marshall? Good evening. Good evening. It's been too long, guys. Way Bear too Mitch. long. I've been, I've been calling this. Used to call Sparky way back in the day a lot. Yeah. C- congratulations, Sparky. Thank I know you. how passionate you are about the Bucks. Yep. And uh, this is great stuff. And I lived in this town uh, back in the '70s. My first stint uh, in in this city. Old enough to remember the championship. It was incredible. '74 was incredible until. The game seven, which still hurts to this day, some of us, but an old one was fascinating. I can remember that very well. And my old, a couple of my old North Carolina buddies were on there too on that team, including the coach. So it was tremendous. But uh, this is, I'm so excited, guys. Uh, it, it's just uh, what, what really has me excited is the bench. The bench has just been phenomenal. Yeah. And if they continue to play like that and with Giannis who's just he's the best player and I can attest to this a little at my age he's the best player in this town since one Ferdinand Lewis Elcinder yeah you know, I agree with you totally hey man thanks for the call care, guys. we'll talk to you next round don't be a stranger Marshall long time no talk there Bucks final again 116.91 let's go inside the box how did tonight's game add up let's go inside the box score Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and commercial audio video. Simply done right. ABCAudioVideo.com. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Well, Bucks get a relatively easy win, I'd say. I mean, they've pretty much were in control the entire basketball game. And this was similar to game one, which they kind of held Giannis in check. They really did. I mean, for the majority of that first half, it was very similar to game one. But we'll go into the numbers here. Miritich, 28 minutes, 3 of 10 from the floor, 2 of 8 from 3, 2 of 2 from the line. 10 points, 11 boards, 3 assists, 2 steals, and 1 block shot. Giannis, 31 minutes, 8 of 14 from the floor, 0 of 2 from 3, 4 of 5 from the line, 20 points, 8 boards, 8 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks, 4 turnovers for him. Chris Middleton, 34 minutes, 5 of 15 from the floor, 2 of 6 from 3, 7 of 7 from the line, 19 points, 8 boards, 5 assists, a steal, 
and two turnovers. Brooke Lopez, box score looks ugly. It just does. 18 minutes, got in big foul trouble, zero of seven from the floor, all threes. One assist, one steal, one block, one turnover, no rebounds. But you know what? He was physical. He was throwing arms and landing on Marcus Smart's legs and taking them down. And so he added that element, I guess. But other than that, not much else. Eric Bledsoe, 28 minutes, 7 of 14 from the floor, 2 of 5 from 3, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 18 points, 6 boards, 2 assists, 3 turnovers for Eric Bledsoe. Off the bench tonight, they continue to produce at a high level. George Hill leading the pack. 21 minutes, 6 of 10 from the floor, 3 of 6 from 3, 1 of 2 from the line, 16 points, 3 boards, 1 assist, 1 steal, and 1 turnover. 28 minutes for Pat Connaughton, 3 of 7, 1 of 4 from 3, 0 of 2 from the line, 7 points, 11 boards, 1 assist, 1 block, and 1 turnover for Pat Connaughton. 25 minutes for Ursan Ilyasova, 4 of 6, 2 of 3 from 3, 10 points, 6 boards, 1 steal, 1 block, 2 turnovers. Those are all good numbers for Ursan. The return of the president, Malcolm Brogdon, 17 minutes, 4 of 8 from the floor, 1 of 3 from 3, 1 of 2 from the line, 10 points, 3 boards, 4 assists, and 1 block shot. Again, 17 minutes. He's on a minutes restriction. Do remember that. Junk time. Started about the 4-minute mark. Sterling Brown, who saw his minutes vaporize because of Malcolm Brogdon, uh, missed his only 3-point uh, shot that he took. 4 minutes for Tim Frazier. Hit both of the 3s he took, plus had a couple of assists for 6 points on the night there. 2 minutes for Tony Snell. Didn't register a stat other than a personal foul. The Bucks shoot 44.1%. The Boston Celtics, 31.5%. Three-point shooting, 15 of 47 for the Bucks, 7 of 39 for Boston. Free throw shooting, 17 of 22 for Milwaukee. 26 of 34, 34 free throw attempts for Boston, and they still got hammered. Uh, rebounds, Bucks out-rebound him 56 to 50. Assists, 27-19, Bucks advantage there. Turnovers, 14 for Milwaukee, 14 for Boston. Bucks win 116-91 next up. I'm guessing will be the Toronto Raptors. We'll have to wait and see as they're up three games to two over the Boston Celtics. I was looking ahead on the schedule, and it looks like, and all of this can change based on the Western Conference playoffs and all this other stuff, but it looks like the one series that will probably start on Sunday, if one is to start early, would be the Western Conference based on what I saw on, I think it was the NBA website, so I think the Bucks series would probably start on Monday, would be my guess, or Tuesday, depending on how long Philly and uh, Toronto goes. That's what it looks like. So we'll see what happens. All right, back to the phones we go. 414-799-1250. Mayor Mitch, what you got? Let's go to Roger and Cudahy. You're up next on the fan. What's up, Roger? Well, uh, uh, just want to say early on, Sparky, I, I really do think that for the majority of us, um, the organization really was uh, dictating uh, our feelings uh, or what we should be feeling about uh, this series. I I didn't hear a single person talking about the Bucks going into Boston and taking two. And I I really think uh, in terms it was a, a, a battle of the coaching and uh, I think we got our answer. Well, yeah, Boonholzer has been uh, a great deal for this Milwaukee Bucks team. Everybody knew that he was a good coach in Atlanta. The question was, could he get this team over the hump in the postseason? And clearly, that 
uh, has happened to this point. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. 414-799-1250. Bucks headed to the Eastern Conference Finals as they knock off the Celtics tonight, 116-91. to Where to, Mary Mitch? Let's go out to Rick and Oshkosh. You're up next on the fan. Rick, big win tonight. Hey, thanks a lot for taking my call. Sparky's Rick. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I thought I'd bring this forward here. You got eight games to win. And they got four things to do. You got to stay focused. Yep. Defense wins championships. I don't care how good offensively you are. Defense still wins championships no matter what year you're in or what, no matter what era or what kind of style you play. Third thing, make your free throws. Fourth is let the game come to you. And that's what the Bucks do the best. They play so well together. When they play well like that, there's nobody that's going to be able to beat them. Well, that's the one thing. We'll have to wait and see. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. I got a text from my buddy Peanut Gallery. Uh, earlier tonight and just said, do you think anybody can hang with this team if they play like this? And I, look, I think Golden State with DeMarcus Cousins could be a hell of a series. I do. Golden State without DeMarcus Cousins, I think the Bucs can beat them. I do. I think the Bucs can beat Toronto or Philly, whoever they get next as well. Don't you, Mary Mitch? Don't you think going into Toronto or Philly, they've got to be the favorite to win that series? Oh, yeah. Now, I Golden do. State, they may not be the favorite because of the Golden State and what they've done the last several years. Well, so, I mean, if, if you think national narratives were, were bad with this series, I mean, wait until that – should that happen, wait until that one. Because that's going to be – But I think – I could be wrong. I think the na- national narrative will have changed on this Bucks team after this series now. That I could be. I think going into the Toronto series, they've now earned everybody's respect, and it's going to be yeah, – yeah, Toronto's not going to beat, beat them. But, I mean – see people talking about Kawhi Leonard being better than Kobe Bryant, like Max Kellerman, well, yeah, and that, that's, yeah. I don't understand that well, necessarily, I, so I guess I, anything's possible. There's no way the league wants Toronto-Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals. I, because they're, they're, Yes, they do. They're going to get it. But... Listen to me. You have to get something out of your brain. This is not about Milwaukee. This oh, is no, about, I'm not saying, it's about Toronto. This, no, this is about the future face of this league. His name's Giannis. You're correct. And they want him in the finals. They, they Don't should. get this crossed. They want him in the finals. And if Milwaukee builds a little mini dynasty and Giannis is there every year, they're good. Yeah. They're fine. It's okay. If Kawhi gets there with Toronto, he very well may not even be in Toronto next year and he's switching teams again. Giannis, you could sell Giannis to the cows come home. Yep. Jerseys, apparel, just him. Just put him in front of a TV camera every game and let him talk. And you'll sell as much as you want to sell. I promise you. All right, back yeah. to the phones. We go 414-799-1250. Where to next? Jacob, Southside, you're up on the fan. What's up? Hey, good evening, guys. Um, this, is a, this is an emotional night for me, man. Um, Sparky, you know me. I've been calling you for years, man. Um, it's just something that, you know, I look back at the 2001 team. That was the first Bucks ticket package I ever bought. I was 16 years old. It made it to, you know, game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, and at that time, me being a naive little kid, man, I thought, okay, this is going to be great. Like, this is where we're heading for how many years? And it's taken this long, and we're back in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, and it, it's, it's kind of surreal at the moment. And it, I'm really, really worried because, you know, all year, I've, before the season started, I said this team's going to win, you know, 58 games. They're going to be the number one seed in the conference. But um, – even I didn't foresee just the way that this team has come together and the way or that they're basically a juggernaut. And you look at some of their, their numbers as a team and they're historically good. Like they're as good as, you know, probably the top 10 to 15 teams that have ever, you know, as far as a single season is concerned of basketball. But I, you know, I've been cautious because it's like, you know, it's true. The playoffs are a different animal. 
And other than that game one hiccup, you know, where a lot of people kind of, you know, they, they got a little worried, uh, they've been as advertised as they've been in the regular season, just an absolute juggernaut. And I'm really, really scared, Sparky, because I'm, I'm not programmed for this. I'm giving myself hope. Like, I legitimately feel like we could win it all this year, and it's, it's awesome, but it's, like, equally terrifying. Like, this, this can't be possible. This can't be real. Man, I'm just a happy camper, and uh, I, I'm just happy to share it with all the long, you know, the, the, all the long years of, of the very few Bucks fans that have stuck it out and have stayed loyal to this yep, team. Yep, I'm with you, man. I appreciate it. we got to get to other calls. Otherwise, I'd let you talk all night. Thanks for the call. appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it has been a long time since we've seen this type of success. I'm just going to say this quickly and then move on. That arena tonight, first half, one very loud. There were a lot of people sitting not really into that that basketball game in the lower bowl in the first half. I would ever bowl look like, but I was watching the crowd in the lower bowl to see, okay, got a chance to go to Chicago's finals. This is a relatively close game, 10, 12 points, somewhere in that area. So how much into it are we going to be in the lower bowl? Now, obviously at the end, when it was clear it was over, everybody was standing and going nuts. But I thought it could have been a little bit better. And I've defended this crowd throughout the playoffs thinking I think they've done a great job. But this is a pretty big moment. And when you get to the Eastern Conference Finals, we go up to even a bigger stage, which means now you've got to be on your game even more than you were this round, next round. And if you're in the lower bowl, like, I get it, right? You don't want to stand the whole game. I get that. But, I mean, there, I, to me, it didn't seem all that loud in the first half. Did it seem loud to you? Now, we weren't there. We are here watching it on TV, so we are the victim of the, the crowd mic, yeah, right? right. If Fox Sports Wisconsin has the crowd mic up so loud, that's all we're going to hear. If they got it up louder, it seems louder. So you got to remember right home, when we're not there, this is what you're, you're kind of with is, is the crowd mic. Yeah, I, I, I admittedly missed the first two minutes of the game. They weren't messing around tonight. They started at 7.01. Yes. Uh, so because I they was, had to get I to the Gold State Houston game. And then I, uh, yeah, true. So I, I missed a, a and I, wow, 10 to 2. Holy crap, what happened? Yeah. And apparently it was loud during that. So It was. But I'm just telling you, I mean, you watched the rest of the first half. Yeah. That it, it, it slowed down a little bit. All Eastern Conference well, and, and, Finals. And the Bucks weren't making any shots. If we go back to the Eastern Conference Finals in 2001, and this is where I'm going with this, and I heard Bill Michaels talking about it today, and I was like, you are 100% right. Dude, that energy and that craziness that surrounded that team. George Carl would walk into a restaurant and get a standing ovation. Walk into a restaurant and get a standing ovation. They would introduce George Carl, and he'd walk out onto the floor, standing ovation, people going nuts. It doesn't seem to be at that level right now, but it can be. See, the nice thing is we got another round. If you win this round, then it's the NBA Finals. Yeah. And when you get to the NBA Finals, you better not go home with a voice. You don't have to stand, but you better not go home with a voice if they're in the NBA Finals against whoever it may be. Golden State, Denver, Houston, Portland, whoever. You better not go home with a voice if you're going to NBA Finals games at some point. All right, uh, let's eye up the enemy here, and we'll talk about... uh, the losing team uh, in this series, the Boston Celtics. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. All right, so let's look at this pathetic box score. I mean, they were horrible. Matt? There's not much to look at here. I don't I mean, think I've ever seen Kyrie Irving shoot an air ball. He and, took, it, and it happened. Yeah. He took less shots tonight than he did the last game. When he said 
He took 22. He said he should have took 30. Tonight, he only took 21. Now, part of the reason was it was over and they yanked him. Uh, but now, think about this. So he's going to give Kyrie Irving a lot of money. This was an elimination game in the playoffs. Yep. This dude's stat line was 6 of 21, 1 of 7 from 3. Okay, so he had an off-night shooting. 15 points. Okay. He had one rebound, one assist, and one steal, and three turnovers. That is how you play an elimination game, Superstar? That's pathetic. I mean, I get if your shot's off, but do some other stuff, right, to help your basketball team win. That's just not what it was. And Chris Webber was all over it on the on the, on the broadcast talking about this is how a selfish basketball team plays. Everybody's hunting for their shots and, and not playing team basketball. He was all over it for the Boston uh, on, on the Boston Celtics. He was. Horford, 4 of 13. Jason Tatum, 3 of 10. Jalen Brown only took 9 shots. 0 of 5 from 3 for Jalen Brown. Bench play, they actually got some good points off of Morris uh, coming off of the bench because uh, he did come off of the bench, and that was just token because they started Baines at center just to try to do something different. Uh, 30 minutes, he had 14 points, 11 boards, 3 assists. He cared to me. He looked like he was involved in the game, and he 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 gave a crap what happened in this game. The rest of them, I'm not quite sure the rest of them. And I bet you Brad Stevens is so happy he's done with Kyrie Irving. I'm sure it's like, dude, enjoy your offseason. Good luck wherever you may end up. See you later. He goes to Terry Rozier. Okay, now we're going to get back to how we were playing last year. And Gordon Hayward and me are going to sit down, and we're going to go back to what we were doing, and we're going to be a lot better next year. Watch. You'll see. Kyrie you, and Jason Tatum him. will probably be a lot better next year. If he's still there. If they don't trade. You're right. Good point. Him or Jalen Brown. But you think Danny Ainge is going to sit on his hands. That's not going to happen. I mean, he's kind of stuck because of this whole Kyrie Irving thing. Um, but I can't see him not doing anything. I mean, they're stuck salary cap-wise, so it's going to have to be a trade. They're going to have to make a trade in order to make something happen. Free agent-wise, that they're not going to do anything. But they should be able to do something trade-wise if they want. I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right, back to the phones we go. Who cares about the Celtics? Exactly. All right, where to? Let's go to Bruce on the south side. You're up next on the fan. What's up, Bruce? Hey, how you guys doing tonight? More don't, important how you are. Don't bring Bruce. any negative mojo to this, Bruce. <laughs> don't you know do what? it. I'm going to tell you. No negative talk today from me. You want to know why? Because they won. I have. No, well, they won, but I have one thing on my mind that I think one person is entirely responsible for Giannis. And if they do win this NBA championship, they have to give John Hammond a ring because that is the man who found the man, Giannis. You have to give that man a ring. Him and Billy McKinney did a great job. Bruce, thanks for the call. I don't – I'm not giving any of those guys a ring. I'm sorry. I don't – Jason Kidd, John Hammond, none of them are getting a ring from me. None of them. I I mean, I I understand – We've had this conversation already this year during the season on the big show, I think it was. Or was it on this show? I don't remember. One of the shows. I, I'm not. And some people want to give John Hammond a ring. I get it. You know, the Bucks want to do it. Okay. Um, Jason Gidd, there's like two people. I want to give him a ring. Um, okay. If they want to do it. I mean, it's up to the owners, really. I mean, it's not our call. It's not our decision. If they feel like they want to give them a ring, go ahead. By the way, LA Lakers, what the? So you and Tyron Lou can't figure this out. And you can't figure it out. Because of two reasons. One, financial. He wants a five-year deal. You're only willing to give him through LeBron a three-year deal. Okay. And then the other reason was because you're demanding Jason Kidd be an assistant on his staff. Jason Kidd's going to be next head coach of the Lakers. That's what that feels like. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. Before we do that, let's do the Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza play of the game. We know you can do that. Giannis had a Kubo. 
You're listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. What play had you screaming? Brought to you by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Premium Frozen Products and Kraft Pizzas. All right, Mayor Mitch. Highlight courtesy of TNT. Marv Albert, Chris Weber on the call. What say you? Uh, I'm going to go. I got a lot to choose from tonight. So let's go Good. with a the the runout play at the end of the third quarter there for Giannis. Yep. Kind of getting the Bucks going into the fourth quarter. Here it is. The Charger Community Affairs. Giannis with the steal. Bucks lead at 65-52. Speaking of the doctor, he was right on time with that. Nicely done. Uh, Marv Albert, Chris Weber on the call. All right, if you want to jump aboard, let's hear from you. Bucks going to the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time since 2001 with a 116-91 to victory. Defensive play stood out. Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops post game show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. All right, Bucks get the win tonight over the Boston Celtics, 116-91. Bucks advancing to the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time since 2001. Steve Sparky, Fiverr, Mayor Mitch, Evan, the chairman of the DJ Wilson Fan Club, who did not play tonight because uh, he uh, hurt his ankle yesterday. No big deal. He didn't play in the series really all as much. Anyhow, Malika Andrews has some details on when the Eastern Conference Finals will start for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, she tweets out, if Toronto wins game six, the Eastern Conference Finals will begin on Monday at 7.30 Central. If Philadelphia wins Game 6, then the next series will begin on Wednesday, May 15th at 7.30 Central. That's my mom's birthday. Uh, so Monday or Wednesday. So I was right. I said yep. earlier I thought it would be Monday. Um, so Monday or Wednesday. If Toronto wins Game 6, it's Monday. If Philly wins Game 6, then whoever they end up playing, it won't start till next Wednesday, a week off again. Again for this Bucks basketball team, but this time it won't be on a noon start or an 11 a.m. start. It'll be yes. on a normal 7:30 start, regardless uh, whoever they play those, Monday those or Wednesday. Those tricky day games, man. I'm right. telling you, they may still get one in, on the weekend. Um, I don't know how that works for the Eastern Conference. It's usually every other game, every other day. It's East one night, West the other. So it's usually so one gets a day game one day, and then the other plays at night. No. One will play. So one, you're saying there's plays no Monday, day the other games. Plays Tuesday. One plays Wednesday. The other plays Thursday. Right. I understand, boy. Listen, I'm talking about. I don't know how it works for the weekend for day games. Like, are there? Will there be that early day game when you get to the Eastern Conference Finals? I doubt. It'll probably be a Sunday. Maybe probably get the Sunday afternoon. Maybe. Yeah, I'm trying to remember because again, who cares? By that point, if you're a Bucks fan, your your season's been over for about a, two months by the time you get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Normally. All right, back to the phones. We go 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM. The fan, what say you? Roscoe in New Berlin, you're up next on the fan. What's up, Roscoe? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Good. Awesome. Uh, 
man, how awesome is this? This is like a long time coming, man. It's just like so sweet right now. But um, this is pure domination. I mean, they, 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 it, the games weren't really that close. I mean, they just kind of came out there and it was kind of a different guy every night. Tonight was definitely George Hill. George Hill was just better. And you know what? Um, in that first quarter, uh, we came out a little hotter than, than normal. But you could tell that Brad Stevens, and this won't, this won't show up in any box score, this won't show up really anywhere else except for he played Marcus Smart for one reason, and he played Marcus Smart to try to fire up the Celtics. And you saw it. He was kind of playing a little chippy. He was getting up on everybody on Bledsoe, on Hill. And, and it, it, was, it was very easy, very easy for the Bucks to get a little frazzled. And that's what Marcus Smart was in there for, to kind of change the momentum and change the whole outcome of this game based upon frazzling the Bucks. The Bucks were, like, really haven't been in this spot before, and the composure they showed when it could have turned the other way was unbelievable to me. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. And that's the and that's the difference. Thanks for the call. That's the difference, Roscoe, of a team that's mature and understands where it is right now. And some of that is the veteran leadership of George Hill and Miritich and so forth. And some of it is just team figuring it out. Eric Bledsoe and Al Horford got teed up, clapping it and wanting that tee on Al Horford. Remember when Al Horford came off the bench with a towel in his hand, screaming and yelling, going into a break, him and Brad Stevens? I love that. I loved it because Bledsoe was like, there you go. Got it underneath your skin. There you go. Yeah. Come on. Go no ahead. Kidding. Self-destruct. You're going to self-destruct. We're going to watch it happen on national TV. Bledsoe could feel it. Malika Andrews with another tweet. The Bucks locker room is as jovial as I've seen it all season. Loud music is bumping. Giannis is all smiles, hugs, and high fives all around. Back to the phones we go. Mayor Mitch, what say you? Let's go to Benji leaving the game. What's up, Benji? Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Great. Man, listen, we just we're, my buddy and I are coming from the game. It was absolutely wild. I know, Sparky, you're a little bit upset about the lower bowl, but, you know, I thought it was awesome. I think our bench presence is really what's going to drive us throughout the rest of these playoffs, and it's going to determine how far we can go. Listen, if we keep having guys like George Hill, Pat, uh, Malcolm, Urson, anybody step up, even Nikola, just give 10 points or something, that is, that's game-changing at the end of the day because Giannis didn't have his game that he wanted, and it doesn't matter because we were able to take him out anyways with eight minutes left. Right. And one more thing. Listen, um, my brother's a little bit older than me, and he's been a Bucks fan for longer. And he just keeps telling me how lucky I am to be witnessing this stuff, like how much like depression he had to go through, like with the Bucks seasons and how bad it was. So I just want to say I'm I'm a happy man tonight. That's yeah, you should be. Your brother should be happy too. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I mean those of you that are younger that didn't live through all this crap, uh, you were born at the right time, no doubt. Just like everybody that was born uh, after Brett Favre. Blessed to be a Packer fan. All you've known is winning your whole life. Yeah, that's pretty much me right there. Right. I mean, you've been blessed to be a Packer fan and know nothing but winning. Uh, and Brewers fans, uh, I mean, you have to be really young to not remember pre-Braun and Fielder, but I guess it's possible. I do. I, I remember that. that right. was, it was some not so years. good, right? And I, obviously you've lived through all these crappy Bucks years I as just well. had a nice little recap about the Brewers history today, whereas it was... You know, starting with Johnny Estrada yep. and guys like, and Bill Hall was still here, Jeff Jenkins, and he, but you had that group coming up with JJ Hardy, Ricky, Ricky Weeks, Fielder, Fielder. I mean, Corey they Hart. Were, yep. The Brewers were so bad in the mid 2000s, but they got some really high picks and some studs in the draft, the top couple of picks every year. And you, those guys came up and, and kind of like, kind of like the Bucks team where they were bad, 
They had Giannis that year. They were terrible, but Giannis was baby Giannis. He was Giannis is essentially Braun and Fielder. If you want to make a comparison yeah, between the two, two guys and one, it's pretty much what it is. All right, next call up. Let's go to Brian on the south side. You're up next on the fan. Hey, thanks, guys, for taking my call. I was just calling to say that it's uh, pretty impressive that the three or four game straight uh, with the Celtics, and uh, even though that uh, you know it just it just said by their body language it looked like they just didn't want to be there. Uh, the Celtics. I, I did ask the the screener because I was curious. In the regular season, uh, where as a whole, uh, the Bucks, where did they stand? Uh, you know, uh, for three point shooting, were they like in the top five or? And, and then, as far uh, as field goals made, guys, are you talking about like f- shooting percentage? Yeah, just, just, just made. Were they like behind Golden State? And to answer the the bowl thing, uh, Sparky, I think it, I think it's a combination because uh, I remember two thousand one, and the Bucks playing against the. the the Hornets and Pacers and stuff. The gap before that, before they made the playoffs, and just the age of the people in that lower bowl. And I don't think that you know you, you know they're they're much older. And you know, look at look at the the crowd in in the Deer District. It's mostly a younger crowd. And, yeah, but those. And, uh, but know, but I mean, again, right? And I understand what you're saying. That crowd at the right. Bradley Center. Uh, was still older those first three or four rows because back then you still had guys like Kohler that was coming to games and stuff like that. Um, and now there's more people in the lower bowl than there was back then because the crowd is the the stadium is reversed as far as how it's designed. So the lower bowl is much bigger here than it was at the Bradley Center. Answer your question: The Bucks were sixth in the NBA in three point uh, field goal percentage shooting. Thanks for the call. Uh, Golden State was first at point uh, three six nine. Boston point three six eight. Houston, 0. .367, 36%. But I'm giving you all the total number. Portland, 0. .365, all four of those teams in the playoffs. Clippers in fifth, 0. .363. Milwaukee, 0. .359 in sixth. Then Denver, 0. .355. Toronto, 0. .345. Other stat you need to it's look at. It's not how many you take, it's how many you make. Yeah, if you're, if you're making three-pointers and you're shooting it at a high clip, that's going to work. Um, as far as uh, three-pointers attempted, the Bucks shot... 36.93 points uh, per game in the regular season, second most in the NBA, only behind Houston, who took a crazy 43.3 shots per game. All right, let's get to a sports flash. Before we do that, let's do the injury report uh, real quick here, and this will take just as long as the open about. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. All right, so the Bucks get the win tonight going to the Eastern Conference Finals as they dispose of the Boston Celtics and now wait to see who wins Toronto and Philly. Game one will be Monday if Philly wins, according to Malika Andrews. Game one will be Wednesday. Or game one will be Monday if Toronto wins, I should say. Game six. If Philly wins game six, then game one will be on Wednesday. Both 7.30 start. So it'll be Monday or Wednesday, depending on who wins game six. 7.30 start either way. Uh, all right. Uh, injury report. We're all good. DJ L, uh, Wilson rolled his ankle yesterday in practice. I'm assuming by the time they play again Monday or Wednesday, he'll be ready to go. Uh, and that's about it. Malcolm Brogdon returned tonight. Mince restrictions. So all did, good. Uh, it looked like he did a little bit to tweak his ankle in this he's, game, he's fine. but he should be fine. Yeah, he's fine. Don't don't just you know. I'm just, please you know. don't start a panic. One sixteen to ninety one. Bucks over the Celtics. Mayor Mitch has your sports flash. 
This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Let's get tonight's Wrench and Go Drive of the Game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest-priced auto parts around. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. One sixteen ninety one bucks over the Boston Celtics. I'm going to go wash my hands now. GA just came yeah. in here from Kiss FM. Gives me a little dab, and then all of a sudden, he's like, I'm like, dude, are you sick? And I was talking to him earlier, and I, th- I was going to say he sounded a little bit he's like, hoarse or something. Yeah, man, I'm sick. I was like, man, come on, man, I don't want to be sick. All right, Bucks win. 116 to 91. Bucks heading to the Eastern Conference Finals. Come on, folks. How are you not jacked up for that? Huh? We used to play this when the Bucks would beat a good team at any point in the regular season. It didn't matter if they were 20 games under 500. We, we played, played it, this. We played it opening night last year, I remember. Yes. Yes. And probably a few times throughout the season. Not as much this year. No. Because they've been good all year, so it wasn't a big a de- as big of a deal. But Eastern Conference Finals, first time since 2001. Yeah, you should probably party a little bit tonight. No doubt. I'm going to work a little bit late tomorrow. Take a half day. Uh, all right, Mayor Mitch. What do we got? Drive, Drive of the game. We have to go. George Hill, another big performance yeah. off the bench. Tonight, it was an alley-oop from Malcolm Brogdon who returned. This is your drive of the game. It's out of hand. But by a team going to the late, you're going to get highlight plays just like that. So the rest of this game is dedicated to the fans of the Bucks and the guys on the bench because it's about to be your time to shine. How about that? It is about to be your time Multiple to shine. Multiple exclamation points in yep. the game. In that fourth quarter. Beautiful. Absolutely love it. I don't know if you've seen this uh, graphic going around. Uh, my fiance saw it on Facebook, and now I'm seeing people tweeting at crying, us. Crying Jordan or anything uh-uh. like that? Okay. Nope. It's uh, Aaron Rodgers Packers jersey with the back. We see the 12. And then it says plus, and then it's the Yelich jersey with his number on the back. And then it equals Giannis's jersey, yep. 34, and it says how we do math in Wisconsin. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's pretty, awesome. It's pretty cool. I didn't see it for the first time until earlier today uh, during the game. All right, where to on the phones? Let's go to Bruce on the Northwest side. What's up, Bruce? Yes, Pat. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Now, I'm going to tell everybody now because you're another one that likes to get, get a little negative sometimes. We need to stay positive tonight and not worry about what's coming next. Well, how can you be, be not positive? Seven guys in double figures, wow. and some of them didn't, didn't play the last time of the game. So I, I consider this, uh, what, what about Brogdon? Ten points tonight. Not too bad a game for a guy that's been hurt. Right. Not too bad a game at all. And I, I, the, the team was good defensively, great defensively. And I, I'm not going to say anything negative, but you, you mentioned it this afternoon about a certain center not, not hitting many threes recently. Joel Embiid. Huh? Embiid. No, no, I'm talking about uh, Lopez. Oh, yeah, he didn't play well in this series as far as shooting the three. And he didn't play yeah. well tonight either, but he brought a little physical nature and, and, and you know, was physical with uh, with different guys in that Celtics team. Yeah, I, I mean, other than that, I, I was proud of the team. I mean, when you think of it, I think this was the first game in the series where the Bucks won all four quarters. I right. mean, that's it. That's amazing, to me. and, and especially when when Boston has the great 
Irving, well, he's gone. And you know what? They have poor draft choices, Boston does. So I have a feeling they're going to use every one of them. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks for the call. Got to mention this because I saw it when it happened on TV, and now people are tweeting about it. Did you see the dude get Danica Patrick and whoever the lady was next to her drinks? I did. Did he not know that was Aaron Rodgers sitting next to Danica Patrick? I'm guessing I did think of that. She took out a 20 and, like, here for my drinks. I got it. I got it. And put her 20 back. And then she's talking to the, the other lady, blonde. And Blonde's laughing. Next thing you know, this dude reaches over with another drink and hands it to her. And she's like, yep. I didn't order a drink. And he's like, oh, no, here, here you go. Drink up, too. And Rogers sitting there the whole time. He probably offered Rogers a drink, and Rogers is like, no, man, I don't want one of those. I don't want your drink. Well, he didn't. Uh, well, and then I, his lady did. Uh, dude, you got to be careful. And then he looks like an I, idiot. I'm just telling you, you got to be careful. You go buy other guys' girls' drinks, you're going to end, end up in a fight. Like, and Rogers ain't going to do that. You gotta be careful. You can't be doing that type of stuff. And I get, you know, you're starstruck. It's Danica. I understand, but come on, man. All right, Mary Mitch, where to next? Andrew, Oconomowoc, what's up? Hey, guys, how's it going? Great. <clears throat> so I was, I was at the game tonight. I've been to all the playoff games, and I was definitely not all that excited about the atmosphere at the Pfizer Forum, the first four playoff games, but it was crazy in there tonight. The lower bowl was crazy. That's so, that's um, good that you said that because it didn't appear that way on the TV set. On the TV set, it appeared that the lower bowl was rather quiet the whole first half. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out because I, I picked up the, the post-game show here late because I was walking out of the arena, of course, right. and I heard kind of a back end of it. So it must have didn't look so good on TV. It was crazy, and there was loud. I couldn't hear the whistle. The first the first quarter when we started out on that 10-2 run was insane. It was it was definitely as good, if not better, than the Bradley Center ever was in stretches of that game today. And Boxiari so, chugging the beers was pretty loud, I, I guess. Yeah, that's um, that was a big win the last time he did that too. So, yeah, hey man, yeah, whatever it was, works. It was pretty good. I was worried. It, it was better. I got to imagine it's only going to get piped up from here. It was a good crowd tonight. So yep. At least that's what I thought. So, good thanks, stuff. Guys. Thanks for the call. Got to get bigger, better, and louder for the Eastern Conference Finals, folks. Again, if you're just tuning in, they're going to start on Monday at 7.30 if Toronto wins Game 6 and ends that series. If Philly wins Game 6, then the series won't start until Wednesday, except in both cases. All right, Mary Mitch, where to? AJ in Glendale, you're up next on The Fan. What's up, AJ? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, listen, man. Well, I saw that with Aaron Rodgers and the drink, and the guy had a tray full of drinks, and he was giving them away. And Danica offered the $20. Yeah. So, I, you know, I don't know how that worked. But um, I wanted to say, Marcus Morris is a jerk. He's he, he's really he is a jerk, and I'm glad he lost. He is a bully, and I'm glad Boston lost. But with us and the president coming back, hey, come on, baby, thank you. That's my wife. <laughs> I love that. That's good stuff right there. <laughs> Yeah, that's my son coming to say it. He's going to be sweet. But he's he yelling. But the president's coming back. We have a good chance, man, to make it to play whoever's coming out the West. And, I man, I was worried, but I'm not worried. I'm really happy right now. And I, this is all I want to call. I haven't been on in a while, but let's go, Sparky. Man, let's keep this rolling. I got you, man. Thanks for the call. And, uh, yeah, whole family all family fired affair. up. I love, love that. It. All right, let's hear from Coach Boonholzer, uh, who I would assume pretty excited after his team has beat the Celtics tonight 116-91, headed to the Eastern Conference Finals. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years... 
They've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, so the Bucks get the win. Let's hear from the Bucks head coach and I would guess coach of the year, Mike Budenholzer. Now. I'd just like to start by um, giving a lot of credit to uh, the Boston Celtics, their players, uh, Brad Stevens. Just so much respect for them and um, everything they do. Um, they test you in a lot of ways, and, um, you know, uh, we feel very fortunate. Um, and for our team, just, you know, uh, we talk about defense, you know, every day, you know, every film session. And I just think that uh, the way we guarded, the way we covered for each other, the commitment that was on the defensive end just sets the tone for us. And, um, you know, to have everybody contribute offensively, um, you know, for Giannis to, you know, trust the pass and trust his teammates and everybody to, you know, just very much play together on the defensive and offensive end together to do everything together. Um you know, now we got to take a couple days and start getting ready for whoever it is that's next and uh, keep the same focus, keep the same hunger, and uh, that's it. Your microphones, if you could just state your name and affiliation, please. Go ahead, Jack. Uh, Jack Money, CBS Sports. Uh, Coach, you had that possession late in the third quarter where you grabbed four or five offensive rebounds. Uh, Do you feel that just kind of like symbolized, summed up, everything about your team this season uh, you guys didn't even really score on it but just kind of that effort overwhelming teams yeah no I thought the activity you know and it's 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 an unusual place for us to you know get three four offensive rebounds in a possession but I, I think it does speak to just how the guys were you know they're just laying out on the line and doing everything they can to you know keep and maintain a lead and you know build on it just the competitive spirit of the group uh, was impressive, not just that possession, but the whole night. Coach, uh, Chris Barry with NBC26. Last year, if you look at this series, Giannis is around that 40-minute mark, right? And people were saying, was he overworked? Was it such a workhorse? This year, shaved off about 10 minutes of that. Obviously, a testament to what the whole team has been able to accomplish. But can you just touch on how that's helped keep him fresh? and how that's helped prepare him, not just for this series, but for the long haul here? No, it's certainly something that uh, we put a lot of time and thought into. And, you know, I think the development of all of our players, the confidence of everybody for us to be able to play and, um, you know, in some cases thrive, you know, the the fourth game to have Giannis and Chris on the bench and us extend the lead, um, you know, has allowed us to keep Giannis's minutes down. Um, It's been a year-long uh, focus and you know certainly you want to have him fresh and available for as many minutes as you need come playoff time and uh, a couple games in this series we rode him pretty hard um, but you know there were others where his teammates stepped up and just the whole group and um, you know it's like what we said it, it's we do everything together Giannis is incredibly important to us but I think it's great that everybody feels like they're a huge part of it also There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. Oh, Kyrie Irving. God bless you. Good luck to you wherever you end up, buddy. Uh, 
Gary Ellerson is 100% right for the big show today. He needs to go back to go to L.A., play with LeBron, go win a title. That's what he needs to do. Just, Maybe that's the X factor of the series right there. quit being the number one guy. He is the X factor of, of the series. It's him. He played great in, in game one, and then after that, kind of, that was it. He was awful tonight. Just awful. Did nothing to help him whatsoever. Oh, Eric Bledsoe's got his daughter up at the yep. podium with him. Um, but I, I just, that dude is so talented, and the mental side of the game, I think, mean, just kills that dude. Just absolutely kills that dude. So, yeah, see, good job, Mary Mitch. He's your X-Factor of the series. Bucks win, going to the Eastern Conference Finals, 116-91. to uh, Let's take another call. Where are we going now? Let's go to John and Menominee Falls. What's up, John? What's up, John? What's going on, Sparky? I've been listening to the show since I was a young man, and I just wanted to come in and uh, congratulate the Bucks and a uh, big series win, and uh, glad to see Kyrie Lee go down tonight. Yeah, Kyrie is done, and uh, time for him to you know go on vacation and uh, chill out and figure out where he's going next. Thanks for the call, uh, and that's that's what it is. I'd love to tell you I feel sorry for the Boston Celtics, well, yeah, and, but and Mar- I don't. Marcus Morris said before the game, "We're not going on vacation for another month," and he can still do that. Yeah, but I mean, he ain't he can, playing basketball. He can wait to go on vacation if he wants to watch the rest of the playoffs before he goes on vacation. That's fine. I'm sure they can get him a ticket to the Bucks game if he wants to come sit in front row. Uh, by the way, did you see that when he ended up in the front row, Marcus Morris? Yeah. And that little kid? It almost looked like he threw the ref into the stands, too. He, he's uh, lucky he didn't, like, hurt that little kid. That little kid was, like, bent over, and he ended up, like, sitting on his back. I could have been bad. Thank God that kid was okay. All right, where to, Merriman? Let's grab Milton on the south side. What up, Milton? Hi. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great tonight. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I just wanted to say I'm in love with the... Uh, Bucks since the 70s, and probably Sparky knows that, too. Um, when they first came over and I saw, you know, I went through the first two years of games almost when I was younger. Unfortunately, I'm older. And I give a lot of respect to John Hammonds for getting the Greek. I want to say that. I was very happy, and it worked out great. And... The GM now, I love him, the great moves he does. And you too, Sparky, for being a great person on the radio for the Bucks all these years. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate you yeah. listening and being a great Bucks fan at that. Thanks for the call. And it really is. Giannis saying that he's never seen the city this hyped about basketball. It's because this city has never had a really great basketball team since the Big Three were here in 2001, and that was only one year. Got a feeling this team will be that great. That was only 52 wins? Correct. Yeah, only. Well, hey, it's been a good season. We, but... hadn't been, we haven't been even close to 52 wins since then until this year. So it's been a long time. All right, take a quick timeout. Come back. We'll see if we can run down Matt Velasquez, and then we'll talk about that upcoming series with Toronto and Philadelphia. All straight ahead. Bucks are headed to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes, it is okay to have a couple extra ones tonight. 116-91. Bucks over the Celtics. This guy's on the inside after every game. Listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. This is Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 
All right, joining us now, Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. I know he is extremely busy and has to write all of his fun, interesting stuff for this team going to the Eastern Conference Finals, so we will keep this brief. Matt Velasquez, when the season started, did you see us talking about a Bucks team in the Eastern Conference Finals? Uh, I don't think I did. I think I saw a team that could compete for the Eastern Conference Finals, um, but I don't. I didn't see them, you know, getting here um, by blowing out the Celtics multiple times and winning four straight in the playoffs. Uh, I don't think very many people did. If they did, they should probably go to Vegas with them and uh, make some money. I totally agree with you on that. I didn't see it uh, coming either. Uh, tonight, did you think Boston quit at some point in this game? Well, I don't. I don't think there's a doubt that they quit at some point. Uh, I, I, just a question of when that point was. Um, they they would look kind of out of it um, at multiple points in the second half. The the Bucks broke their collective will uh, pretty quickly, and then it turned into a, a game where you know. Have they said uh, whether or not this minutes restriction will go into the next round? Uh, no, they haven't said that. But Bud did say uh, that he played more minutes than they expected him to tonight. Thought he did well, uh, handled the the minutes fine. I think he played at almost eighteen. Um, you know, he scored in double figures, was able to go out there and hang with Kyrie uh, on defense, fight through screens, um, looked kind of like himself. I mean, even Brooke Lopez, after the game and talking to him, he was like, he looked just like he did when he left. Like, he hadn't missed a beat at all. Um, so, obviously, you know, take that with a little bit of grain of salt, but watching the game myself, it, it didn't look like he'd been out for nearly two months, at, at least from my perspective. Yeah, I totally agree. I thought Rod did look pretty good tonight, and uh, he'll be – instrumental for this team uh, going forward with another added weapon that they didn't have to this point. Matt, thanks so much for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me. There is Matt Velasquez on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. We're heading into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Sponsored by Precision Sports. Specializing in the delivery, installation, removal, and repair of basketball hoops, exercise equipment, game tables, and backyard playgrounds. Go to PrecisionSportsOnline.com. All right, time to go inside the locker room. Let's hear from the man. Not Giannis. Not Chris Middleton. Not Eric Bledsoe. George freaking Hill, everybody. George freaking Hill has been a superstar off the bench for this Bucks basketball team. Let's hear what he said. I don't know. You know, I don't. I don't think it was just bench play. Yeah. You know, our starters got off to a great start. Um, was clicking on all cylinders. You know, we we had a, a little drought where we were missing a bunch of shots at the time, but they were great looks. Um, you know, we knew we had to come in and and get a boost off of that. And um, everybody was ready to play. Everybody was ready to take advantage of the opportunity to to put them away as quick as we can. Uh, but at the same time, just trying to work together certainly some unfinished business, but to what degree can you guys just enjoy this moment knowing that you've reached the Eastern Conference Finals? I mean, you enjoy it tonight. You know, I'm sure everyone's going to enjoy it with their family and friends and um, figure out tomorrow what, what tomorrow holds, if we know what it is. Uh, but when the time comes, we'll know and, and start preparing for the next. Defense is something this team has prided itself on all season long. How rewarding is it in a closeout game to hold a team as talented as Boston to just 13 percent? I mean, it's very rewarding. You know, that's a really good team over there with a lot of good players. So um, I think that's that's the biggest thing, not that we put up a lot of points or we were shooting the ball well. Um, the way we stepped up defensively, you know, communicating, uh, covering for one another, you know, flying around when, when guys do mess up, 
and, and doing things like that. But I think that's where we tip our head at because every guy from the starters to the guys coming off the bench to even the, the group that came in after after the other group came in, um, we focused on the game plan and did a great job at it. George Hill there after the game, and George Hill once again tonight uh, leading that Bucks bench, and, and just huge in the playoffs. 16 points, 6 of 10 from the floor, 3 of 6 from 3, and a 116-91 win for the Bucks. Quote coming out here from uh, by Jay King on Twitter, who covers the Boston Celtics. Terry Rozier thanks his friends and family. Listen to this quote. Quote, because I've been dealing with some bleep. I feel like we all still have that one goal. It wasn't easy on coach dealing with a lot of guys that want to be great trying to get theirs. Folks, said it before and I'll say it again. The biggest part of being a successful coach in today's NBA, today's NFL, Major League Baseball is you have to be a great psychologist. And if you can't figure it out, then your team is not going to perform up to that level. And that is what made Phil Jackson great. That's what made him different from everybody else. Yes, he always had the best players, but he had to get them all to play together and pull the same way. When you have Colby and Shaq, that was not easy. No. Not anybody could have done what he did for as long as he did it. So when you start talking about great coaches, they all may not be great X's and O's guys, but the guys that can get the team to pull in the same direction when you have super egos like Kyrie Irving and some of these other clowns, those are the great coaches. And Brad Stevens... Couldn't get that done this year. And next year, there'll be no more Kyrie Irving. And watch that Boston Celtics team get back to playing the way they should. Let's get another call in here. Let's go to Austin. You're next uh, on the fan. What's up, Austin? How you guys doing tonight? What a game, huh? No doubt, man. Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, my God. I have been waiting all my life for this to be able to just, oh. Um, one thing I was thinking, man, you know, I don't know if it was just me. And I, I hope to God it was just me, but it feels like tonight was like the night where the crowd was just going ballistic. And I feel like during Detroit, during the early games, they were not this wild. I think it's because they realized that this year this team is legit. We are the top dogs for a reason. And everybody's talking about Golden State. Everybody's talking about Houston. Like, we don't even exist, but they don't know what they're in for. And I think that right now during the Eastern Conference, man, Milwaukee's got to get loud. they got to get loud and crazy and make sure that they are heard and yep. make sure that they notice us and they fear us. I agree. Fear the deer, baby. Thanks for the call. Fear us. You people on Twitter amaze me. This Giannis quote, I don't think I've ever seen the people in Milwaukee so excited about basketball. Every reporter down there is tweeting out this quote. Paul's Bunyan, hashtag, or at Fear Rob Deer response, clearly he doesn't remember UWM's Sweet 16. <laughs> Wasn't he in Greece? Was he even alive? I mean, yeah, yeah he, was he was in alive. Greece. He, he was, was alive, but he was, definitely, he was definitely in Greece and had no idea where Wisconsin was yeah. and definitely yeah. had no idea what the Panthers of Milwaukee were at that time. Joe and Tucker, are you kidding me? Giannis had no idea, I promise you, who Bruce Pearl was. Wasn't there was, like an Ed McCants or, or something? Else, like, yeah. Somebody like that, yeah, too. That's good. I love that team. I mean, they, they had the state of Wisconsin just wrapped around their Loved finger. that team. All right, let's uh, uh, eye up. Oh, no, no, eye looking up. ahead. Forward thinking, yeah. that's. It. What about the next game? What do you expect from this team now? Time for some forward thinking. Sponsored by Forward Financial Partners. Moving forward together. Find your way at ffpwi.com. 
All right, all right. So your Milwaukee Bucks are headed to the Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern Conference Finals. How great is that? One sixteen to ninety one. Tomorrow on the Wendy's Big Show uh, from two to six, we are going to talk about who you want, Toronto or Philadelphia. I'm guessing Chuck and Winkler starting tomorrow morning at six. We'll probably bring that up somewhere along the lines. Bill Michaels, statewide ten and two, will probably bring it up as well. Mitch, who you want? I want Philly. I think Philly's the, no. I don't want to call it easier, but it, like I just think that they, they can be had. I think Embiid is broken down or something. His conditioning's all out of whack. I don't think he eats right. I don't think he can practice or do anything physical outside of playing games. Yep. And it's showing. I think it's it's finally. All right. So you say Philly. That's yeah. fine. I want Philly gone and eliminated. I want Toronto. I want Toronto. We've had a Raptors caller call all year long. I want Toronto, and I want to end that that whole thing. Yeah, and I want to end the Raptors. I hate Philadelphia. Either way, just I, get I, Philly I, out of there, and then we'll take on Kawhi Leonard versus Giannis. Would be a great matchup to watch in the next round. Siakam's a great player uh, as well. I, I just I think it'd be a great series. So I'm looking forward to that. So I want I want it to be Toronto and the Bucks, and let's see what happens. All right, that'll do it. Bucks are going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Can you believe it? I'm not going to say the cheesy Al Michaels line, do you believe in miracles? I'm not going to do that because this wasn't a miracle. They win the NBA championship. I may break that out 12 times on that postgame show, but this is unbelievable, folks. Eastern Conference Finals, pretty cool deal. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 on the Wendy's Big Show. Don't forget your chance to win a grand throughout the day from Chuck and Winkler to Bill Michaels to the Wendy's Big Show. Make sure to tune in. Get your keyword every hour throughout the day uh, from, like I said, throughout uh, the day. Chuck and Winkler, Bill Michaels, and uh, the big show, and uh, lots of Bucks talk tomorrow. See you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.